Thank you for tuning in to Pulp Fliction. I'm your host, Grant Grubbs. And Evan Dearborn. a tasty burger how's it going everyone my name is evan dearborn i'm one of your hosts here uh i'm from Norwood, kentucky i was uh, raised there for 17 years of my life now i live in the in the foothills of southern kentucky yeah i am also from northern kentucky and like you mentioned i'm grant grubbs uh still currently living in northern kentucky but knew evan a little bit and we're roommates now here at college so yeah like grant was saying we're just uh just two roommates here at university of kentucky and we were watching a movie together one night. We started talking about movies we loved, movies we hated, actors we liked, actors we didn't like. And we were like, just the lock of eyes. And we were like, <laughs> let's start a podcast. So here we are now, with episode number one of Pulp Fliction. That's right. So like Evan was saying, you know, we just want to provide some weekly uh, movie content to you guys. And why do it on our couch when we can do it right here? So... The format for each episode pretty much is going to be, we'll come in, we'll talk about some of our movies we've watched the past week. Uh, from there on out, we'll normally have a main section. Today, it'll be our top 10 films. Maybe you'll agree with us, maybe you don't, but we'll let you all get a little taste of our movie preferences today. And then we'll close it out with some of our recommendations for the upcoming week and uh, what we plan on watching. So for today's main segment, we've got our top 10 movies of all time. That's right. We're going to start off big time. going to let you listeners uh, get your preconceived opinions about us based on our <laughs> top 10 movies there. So you'll find out whether you love us or hate us. It doesn't matter to us. It's all good. We just love to watch the movies. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, you know, but not. No, that, that is true. We, we want to hear what you have to say. But this is, these are our t- <laughs> favorites. We're no, we're no movie critics or anything like that. That's right. Just some boys that love to watch the movies. So I guess we'll go ahead and get started with a few honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, start us off with some honorable mentions there, Evan. Sounds good. So I'll go with my first honorable mention, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, coming out hot. Quite possibly the greatest animated movie (laughs) that's ever came out. Okay. It's just a beautiful story about Miles Morales and how he just comes into his own as just a young teenager. He just wants to to get his dad to, to love him and... You know what? His dad doesn't know that he's actually the the greatest hero in uh, in the city, and that's just a beautiful story. Almost brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> I feel you. It's it's just the, absolutely the, the, the locked in the room scene. You know, gets oh you every time. Gosh. Yes, it's it's just it's it's a beautiful movie. I think everyone needs to watch it at some point, whether you're a Spider-Man fan or not. I guess you can go ahead and just rattle off all your honorable mentions right. if you Sounds want. Sounds good. I think uh, the other one that I've got. Grubbs and I just watched actually last yesterday. It was the thing, oh. the thing from 1982 by John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Just a, a story. I think it had a little bit of a subliminal message about it. Like, what? would you rather give yourself up for the betterment of humanity? Type deal. I think just that movie was the the practical effects for it being in 1982 was just absolutely insane. Yep, yep. It was just it was a, it was a great movie. I know Grubbs enjoyed it as well there. I think uh, the other one that I've got here is La La Land. <laughs> La La, we're some big La La boys, and I don't know what it is. And I, I, if you told me whenever I was a young young fella, that 
I would uh, love a musical with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. I would to- told you to get up out of here. <laughs> it's just it's one of those movies just makes you feel good and the ending. Oh my god. Don't gosh. don't even get me started about that ending. Oh my gosh. You might have mixed 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 opinions about it. However, that that ending I just I just love it so much. Damien Chazelle knows how to work an ending, baby. Yeah, he does. You got Whiplash, which may or may not make an appearance later on, we don't know, but those those endings that Damien's got is just a thing of beauty. My man, my man is a, he's a star in the making. All right. So, and then we'll we'll go with one more honorable mention here, and I've got the Usual Suspects. Usual Sp- Suspects is uh, made in the '90s. It's one of those movies that you know I feel like I would have enjoyed a little bit more if it didn't have Kevin Spacey in it. <laughs> um, Let's not get into the weeds of that, but you know what we're saying, yeah, listeners. I'll just I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. But it's one of those movies that I thought I knew what was going on, and then bam, the ending happens, and I'm just shell shocked. And it's it's something. It's one of those movies that had me thinking about it for a little while, and it's uh, it's just one of those great old crime thriller movies. I I loved it. Absolutely. Well, are you ready for my honorable mentions? Let's hear it, baby. <laughs> you know, this is uh, this is tough, okay? But we'll, we'll give it my best here. These ones could just barely missed it. So first, I got my favorite animated movie of all time. You know, this is personal between all me right. and you, Evan. The Lion King. Lion- I got you. Not, not that not that crappy remake either, you know? <laughs> We're going with the drawn animation from my man Walt Disney himself. <laughs> Hey, it's a, it's a it's a classic. It's one of those movies that if you didn't watch as a kid, then what the heck were you doing? Exactly, you know? it's you beautiful. Little little, little tear in the eye. Always. Next up, I have Moonlight, a much more recent movie, uh, but you know, equally good. A little bit different than Lion King, some might say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome film, like you said, with the thing just makes you think about life, and that's what we're going for here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next up, and I hate to already. You know, maybe upset some people, some listeners here, but just barely missed it. The Godfather. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Before you come at me with the pitchforks and such, you know, it's been a little while. I need to rewatch. It was a lot to take in as a young 14, 15 year old boy. So we're going to have to go back. You know, maybe that'll be an episode later on. We'll see. I, we'll see. I got you. But uh, it was good enough then. For it to still make my honorable mentions now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's definitely your, your parents and your grandparents' favorite movie, though. Absolutely. Most absolutely. Definitely. That's the best way to describe it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I did do two more here, not just one more. But yeah, uh, all good. It's all next, good. I have my favorite foreign film that I've watched. I have Memories of Murder. Just an oh. absolute banger of a movie. You know, those South Koreans, <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> they know how to do crime thrillers, baby. So that's the same dude that made uh, Parasite, right? Same guy. That's yeah, right. I believe Bong Joon Ho. <laughs> excuse, it, excuse my language if I did that wrong. But no, I've I've heard great things. You've been trying to get me to watch it for for a little while. I've yet to do that, but it's on my watch list. Yeah. It's it's on there. And here in the in the in the next couple of weeks, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna watch it and let y'all know about it. But yeah, it's just one of those movies that is uh it's a time commitment. Absolutely. However, I think it might be worth it. Oh. Let me guarantee you something. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, heard it here first, folks. Finally, and me and Evan actually were discussing this movie last night on, you know, the little trip to get a lift in. <laughs> Spotlight. Spotlight. Uh, for you all oh my out there trying to get to know me a little bit better, journalism is my major, and holy smokes, this movie did something to me. 
So, um, yeah, Spotlight, just an amazing movie. I recommend every single person to check it out. And, uh, yeah, so if you're ready, Evan, and if our listeners are ready, let's dive into our top ten here. Let's do it. All right. I think uh, go ahead and start off with my number ten. And we're going to start off with a, with a cult classic here, Silence of the Lambs. The, oh. the Silence of the Lambs, I apologize. Keeping I apologize. with the Halloween spirit, I see. The Halloween spirit. Hannibal Lecter. Just absolutely just frightening. Just the fact that he's so realistic and that you can see like the humanity in him. However, the fact that he's just a horrible human being that Anthony Hopkins portrays him a little too good, <laughs> some might say. <laughs> Mr. Hopkins may have had some FBI calls after that no. one in real life. No. You know? Homeboy was on something. <laughs> he was he was he was uh he was definitely a, a an unbelievable in that uh in that movie. And I will also say Jodie Foster she absolutely brought it. She's, you know, been amazing since Taxi Driver. Lord mm-hmm. knows she's just amazing. That's right. And that's just that, that Southern twang she's got. It hits close to home. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> you like that. a little bit of that Southern twang, I, huh? lo- I love a little bit of twang in some Hollywood movies. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm going to come right back at you with my number 10. And let me preface this with saying this. Spotlight was number 10. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, I juggled it around a little bit. Sitting... On the toilet, preparing for this moment, <laughs> I changed it. So this is last second, people. Last second switch, baby. But, but that's just how it's got to be. There Will Be Blood. Wow. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and starring one of my favorite actors, Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm. Uh, there Will Be Blood, you know. I can't say enough about it. Amazing direction. I think one of the top ten acting performances of all time. And, you know, you want to talk about thought-provoking. Yeah. Good Lord Almighty. Uh, I, I think I just sat in my room and stared at a wall for an hour after watching that thing. Um, you know, we're not going to go into spoilers too much here, but people, if you haven't seen There Will Be Blood, first of all, prepare yourself. But second of all, get right on that. I believe it's on Netflix, so check it out. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies that it's just, you watch it and you say immediately, like, that was probably one of the best performances I've ever seen before in my life. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis brings it. He brought it as Lincoln. I mean, my guy is just—he's—he's a, he's a he, stud. He's built different. He, he, as the kids say, he has perfected his craft, as as some might say. Absolutely. Well, yeah. try uh, top top that, Evan. Top that one. Well, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but at my number nine spot, I got Whiplash by Damien Chazelle, okay. and you guys are starting to see a trend. I love me some Damien Chazelle. <laughs> what can I? What can I say? But my man, this is just one of those movies where it's just you. So much anxiety is just built up in the fact that you want Miles Teller to su- succeed so bad. And let me tell you what, Miles Teller, probably one of my favorite actors. I just love the man. He's just got some charisma. He's, he, got, uh, he's progressed quite well, I'll say. I'm excited. Top Gun Maverick? Anybody? Top Gun Maverick. You know? That's that's a good one. I love it much. And then uh, we're like in Project X. Yeah. I mean, my gosh. That, Miles Teller is one of those guys that I just – I. You know, I just want, want to go hang out with them. Yeah. You know, toss the old pigskin around with them, talk about life. An all-American man right there. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. And then also, I mean, if you talk about Whiplash, you can't not talk about J.K. Simmons, who I think has probably one of the better performances in the 21st century there. I believe one of the best supporting actor, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I believe so as well. And it's just J.K. Simmons. I thought he was the guy that was on the State Farm commercial. <laughs> and I turned on this movie, and he just he's horrifying. He's somewhat, I mean, you can almost see, you kind of battle that uh, that kind of in-between of like, does he want is this guy to succeed or is this guy just an awful human being? Yep, yep. And it's just, it's one of those movies that your jaw, if your jaw is not dropped, 
at the, by the end of the movie. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you need to get checked out. up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that it's just that movie will uh, it'll, it'll definitely leave your jaw on the flow. I I still hear rushing and dragging in my nightmares, Evan. <laughs> I I can't lie to you. Wakes me up at night. Yeah. All right. Well, coming in at number nine, the thriller from 2013, and one you just watched the other day. You're welcome. Prisoners. Prisoners. Gosh. You know, just just nonstop, nonstop. You can't take a break. You can't. You can hardly take a breath. For goodness no. sake. So yeah, I mean, Prisoners. I have it up there as one of my top throwers of all time, and. Uh, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, and if, heck, if you're wanting to get dark, real dark for this oh, Halloween uh, spirit, this Halloween season, check Prisoners out, people. I promise you, it won't disappoint. Evan, Evan can tell you firsthand. Yeah, I was, I was a Prisoners hater, and for no reason, <laughs> I might add. I just, it was simply out of ignorance. I thought that another movie was a was a better, uh, was a lot better thriller. But I watched that movie, and I was, I thank Grubbs. I thank him so much for him able to, uh, for him telling me to watch that movie, and it was just. Happened a couple weeks ago. After, as soon as I finished it, I came up to uh, Grant, <laughs> went up to his room, and I said, "Thank you." And I my, said, "You're welcome, Evan Dearborn. Trust my opinion, baby." Yeah, I was, I was, I was definitely shocked. That was definitely one of the parts, uh, the times when I was like, "I got to start a podcast with this man." Here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to my number eight spot, and I've got the movie Us by Jordan Peele. Okay. I think it's, uh, I think it's probably one of the best horror movies I've ever watched. It's one of those another movies that has kind of a subliminal message that is open for interpretation. There's actually quite a few subliminal messages in there. Yeah, more than one can probably uh, unfold in one sitting for sure. Yeah, I had to. I've watched this movie like three times now, and it's one of those. It's just I can't not think about it for weeks afterwards. Yep, it's, yep. It, I just I I simply cannot watch it and feel like I've uh, fully grasped it. But you got uh. Lupita Nyong'o, I think that's that's my best enunciation. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll with it. But she was just absolutely amazing yeah. in it, both as Adelaide and both as Red. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, uh, if you don't know anything about Jordan Peele, you might think of him as uh, from uh, from Key and Peele, <laughs> one of those the best comedy sketch shows to ever <laughs> ever right. grace this earth. But my man is uh, he's on the up and coming, and I can't I can't wait another one of his movies to come out i'm i'm absolutely uh, just stoked for it i'm right there with you man i am right there with you uh number eight coming in for me now i don't think this is going to surprise anybody it's a uh classic to say the least i think maybe tops the 250 uh for imdb shawshank redemption released mm. in 1994 mm. i mean is there anything left to say that hasn't already been said about shawshank redemption uh a perfect film, some might say, all the way throughout. I, I based this on three things. Uh, my criteria for getting movies on here. How much I personally liked them. How much it was just a solid, unbiased, well-made film. And third, how much it stuck with me. And Shawshank, I have to say, rates high for all three of those criteria. Just an amazing performance from Tim Robbins. Morgan Freeman. And, you know, just a great, great plot from beginning to end. Uh, I, I really don't have anything bad to say about Shawshank. And, frankly, I'm surprised it's not higher on my list. But uh, 
yeah, just an all-around great film. Yeah, I think it's it's a movie. If it were to come out today, that it also it'd be much higher regarded in uh, in young people's times. But it's definitely your mommy and your daddy's favorite. <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for to recommend your mommy and your daddy's favorite <laughs> movie, right. people. That's right. And then one of my favorite quotes that comes from Shawshank Redemption is "Get busy living or get get busy dying." And you best believe it, baby. And I, I just it's one thing that me and my my folks call, uh, they quote all the time. So mm-hmm. that thing's a quote machine. Mm-hmm. Well. Give me your number seven, Evan. Number seven is another uh, another recent movie from the from the year twenty nineteen. Probably one of the best years of film. Debatable, debatable. But I've got Joker, directed by Todd Phillips. Evan's coming in with some of these modern picks, jo- baby. Joker is is I watched it in theaters with a few of my buddies, and it was uh, it was just I honestly. I think Joaquin Phoenix right here gives one of the best performances of uh, of probably of all time. It's probably on my top ten list. But I can't deny it. We can discuss that at a later date. But Joaquin Phoenix just seeing the transition of him from a man that's just an outcast in society and starting to build up his uh, build up this evilness in his in this life, and you can almost it. At the end, you almost feel like it's justified, and that's kind of a scary thing. <laughs> it is scary. I'm watching that movie. I'm like, am I siding with the Joker? <laughs> this, is, this is it was it, it was uh, and also it has one of my favorite uh, scenes of all time. Whenever the uh, this is not necessarily much of a spoiler, but whenever the the uh, the little person and the <laughs> very big dude come in yeah, to yeah, go yeah. check up on him, and uh, he ends up. Uh, the, the the little person's trying to get the unlock the door, and he Arthur comes up and he's just trying to he unlocks it for him. He's got blood all over his face, and then uh, the poor little guy he's just he's just scared to death. Anxiety. I, I was with you in that moment, little guy. Anxiety <laughs> yes. do seem to say the least. But yeah, that's it's just one of those movies that I just I I love so much. And also, I'm a big psychology guy. I, I'm majoring in psychology in school right now, and it's just one of those. It's just psychological. You might, some might say thriller, but it's just one of those movies that just gets you thinking. Yes, sir. All right, coming in at my number seven, a 1998 flick, The Truman Show. Wow. I, yeah. Wow. I know. I know. It may not. It may not be as popular. I mean, a lot of people, pretty much everyone I know, loves The Truman Show, but that thing just hits different for me, boy. <laughs> You got the number three on my criteria of how much has it affected me afterwards, mm. and the Truman Show ranks among the highest. You know, uh, Jim Carrey in serious roles, he can seriously knock it out of the park. I know we all like to think of him as a funny man, but you got Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You got yep. this. I mean, he shows his acting chops here, and I love it. Uh, on top of that, one of the most creative plots of all time i'd say you know halfway through the film i'm like what's i think i'm in a fake world Mm. i'm losing my mind here with him so you know that's just uh ode to how amazing the director is and uh of course just all the writers on that um but yeah i'd say that is right there as one of the top movies in my heart yeah, I I personally have never watched the uh, the Truman Show. Oh, oh, we're we're gonna be fixing that in the upcoming yeah, weeks, it's, people. That's it, definitely a, a must watch. It's been on my watch list for a long time, but it's just, just I don't know what it is. But going back and watching old movies is tough for me to just to want to sit down and get excited for. But after hearing how how much Grant likes it, I'm just might have to. All right. I just might have. I won't to. lead you wrong. So we got number six for me, The Social Network. By uh, David Fincher. First of all, David Fincher can't go wrong. I mean, what? Well, well, you, you you simply can't go wrong, and it's just it's one of those. Uh, it's the Social Network is yes, it's kind of like a historical like biography of the creation of Facebook, 
However, I was seeing uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, acting as Mark Zuckerberg, the human robot. <laughs> yeah, some might say. I think it's just Jesse Eisenberg perfectly plays that that role, and then you got Andrew Garfield, who's just the the pissed off best friend who ends up getting screwed over. And I just I just love it from top to bottom, the cinematography of it, the acting, the casting of it all. And even Justin Timberlake as uh, yeah, a Sean, little surprise there. Sean Parker. I I was shook because I didn't think uh, Justin Timberlake had it. I thought he was the man that was dressed up in a suit and tie. Well, let me tell you something. He's got it. He, he, right? he does have it. I, honestly, I love him. And uh, and gosh, what's that? Is it Friends with Benefits with uh, with Milo Kunis? I think. <sighs> yeah, I so. believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I love that movie. I love <laughs> that movie. And I just, it's one of those uh, ones that I can watch over and over again and never get tired of it. Absolutely. And yeah, just a witty plot, mm-hmm. witty writing. I mean, wh- what else are you going to get? And then you got David Fincher behind the camera. Can't, Can't go wrong. That's right. All right. We'll come in at my number six, another movie we discussed a little bit. And I hate to do this back to back on you, Evan. I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass you in front of the people, but Braveheart. <laughs> okay. Oh I got ripped the other day. Cause I've, I've never seen the only time I've ever seen brain Braveheart is the end scene. I was showed that in history class. One. <laughs> and and a worthy scene, I may say. Kudos yeah. to your history professor. But, uh, yeah, Braveheart, 1995, directed by Mel Gibson, acted by Mel Gibson. I mean, the guy, the guy's just talented. It's mad impressive. But mad um, impressive. a little long for some people and definitely intimidating, but I seriously recommend it. My personal, probably my favorite war movie of all time, uh, just it's got it all. It's got drama. It's got romance. Breaks your heart. Makes you laugh. There's there's nothing oh it's gosh. missing, you know. And uh, to Evan, I say I'm extremely disappointed in you. Yeah. If if my dad hears this, then he's <laughs> gonna be just so upset because he's watched Braveheart so many times. He loves him some Mel Gibson. We're gonna hear a knocking on our door in the middle of the night. <laughs> and it's it's gonna be Big Ken. Yeah, exactly. Big yeah. Ken's gonna is gonna be knocking down my door. All right, well, rattle me off your number five. Number five, and, I mean, another one from David Fincher. We've got Gone Girl. Gone Girl, I watched this movie while I was uh, developing COVID-19. and, and <laughs> You were my, developing it. Yeah, I, I felt it. I was staying up from uh, – I was up from – it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I couldn't sleep or anything like that. I felt like absolute garbage. And I said, you know what, let's watch some Gone Girl. A, a scary time to be watching Gone Girl, I must it, say. It, it was. It was very eerie, but I thought that was just part of the experience. Hey, it you know? really is. I think the experience of watching a movie can can make or break a film. It's like uh, some of the Avengers films are one of the greatest of all time just because people get so That's hyped right. about it. The hype's all about it, baby. The vibes. But yeah, I think uh, like Ben Affleck in it. My gosh, dude. I, I love Ben Affleck. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he's like off, of, off the camera, but whenever he's on that, whenever he's on the screen – it's just a thing of beauty. I think he perfectly portrays the kind of uh, kind of not so good boyfriend, but you kind of start feeling bad for him a little bit yeah. because you know, I mean, my man's just getting screwed over left and right. But. He's definitely uh, plucking at the heartstrings. There wasn't when it rains, it pours. That's right. Some would say, and uh, it was pouring on my man Ben Affleck. That's right. And then you got, I mean, Rosamund Pike. I mean, she absolutely brought it. I, I honestly, that's probably one of the best best performances I've also seen. I know I keep dropping that phrase a lot. But I honestly, I wish she would get more more roles yeah. like that. Yep, yep. she absolutely brought it. It was it was a frightening thing to An- watch her. Another transform. person maybe needs a psychological uh, psychological 
check after that mm. performance. I'm a little scared of her. I can't yeah. lie. Wouldn't want to be in a room alone with Rosamund Pike. Yeah, it was. I mean, you got that one scene. I think if you watch Gone Girl, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. We all know what you're talking about. But I mean, you got and also like like you got Neil Patrick Harris who. Coming would, in hot. You would never expect him to be able to play that type of role. That's right. But he absolutely brought it. He he uh, he played that role perfectly. I, honestly, I have a hard time imagining anybody else doing that role. I must say it was a very odd episode of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> it was a very, <laughs> that's all I Took a little about. bit of a dark turn. Yeah, it was. Uh, but, yeah, that one scene, I mean, you'll just be thinking about it. Your heart starts to break. You're like, what is going on? You think about wanting to turn it off just because of how absolutely just, just gripping that, that scene is. For sure. But yeah, that's just Gone Girl top reaches the reaches the top five for me. So let me let me let me hear you start off your top five here. All right. Coming in hot at my number five. This took a lot of thought, but I'm going with Raging Bull. I believe it. And Martin Scorsese is my favorite director. You know, it, it it's one of his masterpieces. I really believe that. Made in nineteen eighty. Obviously, color films shot around, but he comes out with the black and white, mm. and it just grips you from start to finish. One of the best just character studies of all time. You know, many people come into this movie thinking it's a boxing film. Let me tell you, you're in for a surprise because it is a heck of a lot more than that. Uh, shocking, uh, potentially scarring, some mm. might say, but man, it sticks with you, and uh, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, Robert De Niro just gives one of to coin Evan Dearborn's phrase one of the best performances of all time <laughs> and I mean it Robert De Niro is amazing I think it's his best performance and if you haven't seen Raging Bull put it on your watch list people yeah I mean I'll be honest I have not seen it yet but I uh been going through I've been going through the uh the Robert De Niro his uh his filmography mm-hmm. and I just watched Taxi Driver not long ago that's another movie that I just I absolutely loved. It Slaps. Took took me a second to uh, to understand it, but if Grant says that it's better than Taxi Driver, then gosh dang it, I'll have to give it a watch. So yeah, y'all definitely tune into that. All right, hit me with your number four. Hopping in at number four, another modern piece, Avengers Endgame. Oh, and this is I this know this one's for the Marvel fanboys. And I know we got some Marvel fans here, and I'll be honest, I'm not even that big of a Marvel fan. Yeah, yeah. I I really am not. I'll be the first one to say this. I'll go ahead and say this episode one. Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Horrible movie. Let's just get it out of the way. I, I just want to I just want to let that be known. You guys can stop listening right now. I'd love for you to, to, to keep going. We can maybe discuss that later. <laughs> but I just want to say that. But Avengers Endgame, I mean, that just that battle scene is probably the best. What is it, like 35 minutes? Good. Like, I mean, maybe more. Yeah, it 30, seems endless. 35, 50 minutes of just cinematic masterpiece. I yeah. just I can't I just cannot believe what the Russo brothers did here. And the fact that the Russo brothers were one of the uh, directors for one of my favorite shows of all time, Community. And it was just a, just, just a, a complete 180. Yeah, complete 180. They go from Community and they thought that they were going get, to get fired from NBC, which they actually end up did, I believe. And then they just go on to write one of the best. Uh, it was They did Inf- Infinity War also, if I'm not wrong. I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and then Endgame is one of those movies, tugs at the heartstrings, gets you hyped. You laugh, you'll cry, you'll love. It's just, uh, it's uh, one of those movies that that old Jimmy V would say that that he would just absolutely love. <laughs> Definitely pulls at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the Russo brothers turned to NBC and said, "How you like them apples?" You know. <laughs> so they definitely uh, served them right. Well, coming in at my number four, we got a 1994 banger. Another one, Forrest Gump. 
Mm. Now, for the mm. longest time, I got to say, Forrest Gump was my favorite movie of all time. Um, after watching a lot and maturing a little, I, I don't know if it's there, but man, is it close. Um, Forrest Gump, once again, you want to talk about a movie that has everything. Forrest Gump's got it. It, I mean, literally takes you throughout a man's life story, <laughs> <laughs> you know. For better, for worse, and I would say for better. So Forrest Gump right there got multiple scenes that'll make you cry and multiple scenes holding your belly from laughing so hard. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks, I think his best performance, just enough, uh, you know, emotion and stuff to where you stick with him, but just enough to where you're contemplating, like, what's going on with this guy? So Forrest Gump, just an awesome man and uh, just one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and I, I must I have to ask you, Grant, are you uh are you pro Jenny or are you anti Jenny? Now, I know this may be decisive. Once again, we're gonna lose yeah. all our viewers the first episode. Uh, I know, here, I know. We're getting very controversial. But let me just say something. Jenny is the love of his life, okay, yeah. people? Oh my gosh. Pro man. Jenny. And we can take this on later on in the podcast. All right, we'll have a pro-anti-Jenny debate here. We'll, 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 we'll definitely have to discuss that because I, I must say I, I'm most likely on, on the other side. But, you know, you never know. We'll, we'll discuss I'm, it. I may sway your opinion. That's right. And then heading into the top three here, and this is with – I mean, I was very reluctant to do this <laughs> just because out of my own pride. You're scaring me, Evan. But Prisoners is at number three. Oh, baby. It is – it is everything like like Grubbs was saying earlier. It's just one of those movies that you'll be you'll just be frightened, and you'll almost you you'll try to side with uh, with Hugh Jackman here and Keller Dover and him trying to figure out where the, where the daughter's at. But it's just how far is too far is the uh, is the yeah. question I continuously yeah. ask while watching this movie. And also, if uh, just Jake Gyllenhaal. It's hard not to like love Jake Gyllenhaal and everything that he does. But everything the man touches is gold. It's 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 incredible, and uh, he was just seeing him just being frustrated at him and in, in his detective role. It was just another thing that I was like, I, I just I just couldn't fathom seeing him and being like, this is I just can't like this movie. I wanted to un- to not like it so bad. <laughs> me and me and Grant were in just a, a, a like almost a shouting match. It- it was getting close about this, but it was. Uh, I watched it and almost almost changed my life. Almost yeah. changed my life. Uh, yeah, I would. I believe it. I believe every word of it. Coming in at my number three, another Scorsese banger, <laughs> and my personal favorite Scorsese movie, Goodfellas. Mm. I mean, c- come on! If you don't see where I'm going with this, people, I I I just have to say. I don't know if I like you. I mean, Goodfellas. <laughs> 1990, the quintessential just mafia thriller takes you all the way through it. You're like, do I love these guys? Do I hate these guys? You got Henry. You got, you know, Tommy. And uh, just amazing performances throughout. Uh, Ray Liotta, uh, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. It, it may be the best, like, trio of performances in a movie ever, and not yeah. to mention it's helmed by the GOAT, or up there as mm-hmm. one of the GOATs, Scorsese. So, uh, Goodfellas, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing with your yeah. life, people, but check out Goodfellas. Evan? It, are, are, it, it took me a second. It took me a second to like Goodfellas. I, I know. We, I, we, we, you scare me sometimes. We, we discussed this last year. Uh, it was last year, our, uh, my freshman year of, uh, of college. Uh, 
just got done watching Goodfellas, and I come down to uh, Grant's dorm, and I'm like, you know what? I, I really don't like Goodfellas. <laughs> and, I mean, the, the, the glare, the, the oh, stare, it was absolutely horrible. I was thinking just devious things devious in that moment. It was, it, was, it was horrible. I thought that I, I almost had to exit the, exit the room. It was, it was bad. It was about to get ugly. But I, I watched it again. And I, I love I've learned to appreciate and love that movie. However, it's just just not not up there for hey, me. That's okay. There's just more movies that I enjoy. So Evan, I need you to tell me what is up there for you. Coming in at number two. I've got another Scorsese bomb. The Departed. The Departed. <laughs> I should have seen this coming. Yeah, it's just I've 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 told Grant this. This was not a surprise to Grant, but the Departed. I mean, from start to finish, you're just trying to figure out whose side you're on. Yeah. You're trying to figure out if uh, if who you like, who you don't, if uh, who you're supposed to trust, and then you're almost trying to put yourself in the in the character's shoes. I mean, you got Leonardo DiCaprio as uh, Billy Costigan Jr. Mm-hmm. And my man, he's just trying to he's just trying to make it out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Poor guy. Just, just trying to just trying to support the fam or what's left of it. And then he got him trying to battle uh, Matt Damon, who I mean. Matt Damon plays the perfect douchebag in this movie. <laughs> he, he is, it's it's a little scarily good. It's a little concerning, but yes. Yeah, and then he's got Jack Nicholson doing Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson things, just being the the best weirdo he could possibly be. <laughs> it's it's absolutely beautiful, and just another Scorsese another Scorsese movie that just hits. I mean, it just exceeds expectations. Yeah, the guy the guy knows how to make a film. That's right. And then the ending. I mean, let let. Mm. We'll save it for another we'll time. We'll save it for another time. But if you know, you know. That's right. We'll we'll leave it at that. So l- l- let me know. Let me know. We're at number two here. Let's hear it, Grant Grubbs. What do you got? My number two, and Evan, I gotta say, I think you're gonna be a fan of this one. All right. Goodwill Hunting. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, Evan, do you do you want to go ahead and say your number one? Yeah. Uh, I think I know where this is going. Well, uh, we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. I've got a little bit of a surprise for you, Grubb. <laughs> okay. Got a okay. Well, once again, has our man a little concerningly a douchebag in, uh, you know, The Departed. But this one, good Lord, tugging at your heartstrings, mm. Matt Damon. Mm. Um, Matt Damon, not to mention, unfortunately, the past, Robin Williams. Mm. Just one of the best uh, dialogue between the two. Like, so many just amazing, amazing scenes that really are life-changing. Uh don't even get me started on the it's not your fault. Mm. All right. I, I don't want tears to start rolling it's, down our face here, but uh, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, made by those two guys when they're extremely, extremely, extremely young, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, got me sitting here thinking, what am I doing with my life? But, man, uh, just an absolute piece of art, and I really think a masterpiece. Yeah, it's definitely – I've always wanted to drop the, uh, drop the quote, we got to go see about a girl – on uh on one of my it's got my boys hey if i wake up one morning and see that note of and oh i approve uh, he said and then the very end when you got uh got robin williams who was improv it was later that came out yeah where he drops the line son of a bitch stole my line <laughs> um, it's, just, it's a thing of beauty it's it's absolutely incredible and that i'll leave it at this but uh or for my number one i've actually got a surprise oh my gosh surprise because me i'm excited after grant was telling me about his criteria about movies that just left an impact on you and so influ- influential. Mm-hmm. I've got a 1A and a 1B. Oh, couldn't even decide. Could I, you? I couldn't decide. At 1B, I've got Dead Poet Society by Robin Williams. I mean, watching him, like, I, just a little backstory. All my, most of my family is educators, and, and I just, they've 
uh, very been very influential in my life. And seeing uh, Robin Williams just change these young boys' lives and just uh, it was just a movie that tugs at your heartstrings, just just leaves you wanting more, wanting to figure yeah. out more about uh, more about this this uh, this school here. And I just Dead Poet Society is a movie that I will forever remember. Left a big influence in my life and makes me want to become a teacher. So, Evan, I, I must say I think you broke the rules a little bit, but for Dead Poet Society, I will accept. Yeah, I will accept. Yeah, it's just uh, my gosh. It's uh, it's it's one of those movies that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And then at one A, it's Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it, it's just you got the uh, the friendship between yeah. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. I mean, you just you just love to see it. And then you got the relationship of uh, of Matt Damon, who's just a little pretentious, you know, a little bit. But he comes around. He comes around. A man who has nothing and then ends up as soon as he has something, just want, you know, just maybe maybe tries to get rid of it. It's just one of those movies where you're you're trying to figure them out and. It's uh maybe he just hasn't figured him, figured himself out yet. So, yeah. I uh those are my my one A one B. I apologize for dropping that on you, well, Grubs. But like I said, you know we're just big Robin Williams guys around here. We can't right. we can't help it. That's right. We can't help it. God people. rest his soul. All right, are you ready? I I, I think I am. I think right. I am. Yeah. I, I don't. Do you have any idea what my number one is? I actually I I, I, <laughs> I we don't. we've been very secretive about this. Yeah. So uh, I. I honestly, coming into it, I thought it was going to be Spotlight number one. No. Spotlight number one, or maybe Goodwill Hunting, but. Well, let me let me surprise you here, Evan. All right. My number one film of all time, and uh, as I said to Evan, well, you know, I'll just drop it. Ferris Bueller's Day oh. Off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said to Evan, I said, uh, this is the movie that um, if we had to send one film to an alien race, you know, this is what I would send. It has comedy. It's got. It, it, it makes you feel like a kid again. You just feel that teen spirit. And uh, you know what's better in life than that kind of period of your life where you're figuring things out and you're a kid. It's got Cameron. I think all of us college kids can relate to it. You have yeah. no clue what the world's going on with your life, but you're yeah. figuring it out one day at a time. And then you know you got Ferris. Pure entertainment. <laughs> Matthew Broderick kills it. Um. And personally, probably up there is one of my favorite scenes of all time is the art museum scene. So mm -hmm. I think that just means a lot. And I absolutely love that movie. So with all that said, people, that's our top tens. Yeah. Evan, do you have any uh, thoughts? Yeah, I, I will say uh, Ferris Bueller. It's a good movie. Whoa. It's a good movie. <laughs> We might want to shut this off. This Wait, is about to get tense. Yeah, it's yeah, me and Grubbs are about to get have a Brazilian <laughs> wrestling match after this. But it, it's it's a good movie, and yeah. I I loved it. But I think uh, I watched it when I was a little bit younger, mm -hmm. and my parents really really liked it. And yeah. I was at that age where I didn't want to like anything my parents liked. So. Hey, maybe the Breakfast Club for you then. That's right. That's another right. Another John Hughes classic. <laughs> I know, oh, dude. Uh, breakfast Club is is another good one. But yeah, those are our top tens. I must say, I was. A little surprised by by your list, yeah. but it was same uh, here. Coming in hot with Spider Man and Spider Verse, still can But you know the thing is, <laughs> let's just go ahead and close this out. We'll head to the outro and uh, let us know what you guys think. I hope you guys enjoyed this section. Give us uh, you know comments about our recommendations if you can uh, about uh, what you want to hear. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We couldn't have planned this better. All right, you are now entering our after show. A little after hours here with the Pulp Fliction boys. Yeah, buddy. So, 
we don't only want to talk about movies, but we want to look to the future. We want to recommend them for you guys. So, uh, you know, there's some popular streaming services out there, especially right now. We're going to keep it seasonal uh, with some horror flicks for you guys to watch for the upcoming week. And maybe some things we'll be tuning into as well. So, Evan, why don't you go ahead and start me off uh, with a recommendation of yours? So, yeah, if you guys, uh, like I said in my top ten, I think Us is probably the greatest horror movie of all time. If you guys have <laughs> I can't allow you to say this I'm sorry. On, the, I'm sorry. on the pod. I'm sorry, but, uh, well, if you haven't watched that, go ahead and watch that. However... I just watched Hereditary on Prime Video not uh, not too long ago. That's another movie I feel like you have to watch. So yeah. I got Hereditary, and then uh, on Netflix, I've got the Fear Street trilogy. Okay. It's uh, it's a I know, need to check those out actually. They, they're really really good. I really enjoyed them. It's a little bit more modern, uh, but I really enjoyed watching. You got Sadie Sink in there, and you've got some uh, you got some other people that are not necessarily very known actors, but they do a great job on the come up. That's right, and it's like it's a little bit like a teenage adventure. It's it, it's it's a good it's a good trilogy if you got it like a weekend to yourself. <laughs> All right, we'll have to carve some time out for those. For me, I'll uh, recommend from probably my favorite streaming service, HBO Max. We got I just watched this for the first time the other night, The Invisible Man, just mm. added on HBO Max. You know, maybe for some of you people who don't necessarily want to deal with the demons and the ghosts, Head on over to Invisible Man. Just as scary, but just more of a thriller. And, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about all that spooky season stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, For my recommendation for Netflix, maybe my personal favorite horror movie. We'll we'll get into that here around Halloween time. But right up there, The Conjuring. Uh, Just an absolute classic, instant classic, and one of the best of the 21st century. Um, I think that's pretty much all we have for you guys. I hope you all tune in next week. Uh, We'll be trying to do these weekly, and uh, we'll obviously keep you updated with anything. Evan, you got anything? No. If you all need anything, just make sure you give me a holler. All All right. right. Thank you for tuning in to Pulp Fliction, and we'll see you next time.